and welcome to the More Than Roommates podcast. I'm Dan, here with my roommate Graham. Graham, how are you doing? I am hanging in there, yeah. roomie. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a busy week. I, I'm pretty sure I get on here every quarter and I'm like, oh, woe is me. I'm an accountant, a financial analyst, you know, so it's been tough, but yeah, Graham getting has, through it. <laughs> Graham has been in his cave for the past Days. weeks. Yeah. But, you know, we got out, we went to the gym, we're feeling good. Yeah, is... we're eating pretty healthy. We're sticking to the diet for the most part. Mm-hmm. We did have to... Uh, Take a little trip over to Culver's. Oh my gosh. Under pretzel bites. I was so done yesterday. I was like, I'm not eating bland rice one more time. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to change it up. That's what yeah. life is about. <laughs> so it, we just had the 4th of July. Um, we were going to dress up and do all that. I've got we had some friends. Yeah, they had like an annual kind of like fireworks 4th of July party. But yeah, we were going to, I had these pants already, but. Kind of they just, look good, by the way. Oh, I meant my for the job. Oh, pants. I didn't even get <laughs> these. Look good too. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I must. I say, thought you were wanting. They're brand new, so yeah. I thought he was ready to like rock out. And yeah. Like, oh. for, if you're watching, this is my first pair of non-skinny jeans. In how many years? Oh my gosh! For me, it's been like a decade, probably. For sure. <laughs> yes. You, anyone above a Gen Z, this is your sign. Go out and throw out your your skinny jeans. Don't throw them away. Donate them. Um, but it is a new era and I will say these feel exactly like the jeans felt like when I was a kid. I feel Yes, you may. Feels like the night. It does. So my old jeans were very like the elastic-y material and I feel like I like the stretch though. You mean the stretch? Mm Mm-hmm. I like the I did it because it felt like they kind of wore out. I felt they were very baggy as far as skinny jeans. So I like these. These feel sturdier. They're just super comfy. And they're just bad. Yeah, I feel loose. I feel free. Yeah. Tell them about your thrift find, though. <laughs> okay, this is my first time repeating this outfit I've worn. This is oh. like episode two. So oh. I'm an outfit repeater. But yes, okay. I found this at a thrift store. And I'm not very like... I love that shirt thrift. so much. Did, not, did I find it first or did you? I found it and I almost didn't get it. I thought I tried it on first I and I didn't like the fit. I on can't it, give you that credit. No, I think this is me. <laughs> I did it all. So, anyway, yeah. 4th of July, we were feeling peppy, and then the Supreme Court decided yeah. to rain on our parade. And, and Pride Month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we were all, like, top of the gaze. We were Pride Month, just got over Pride that. And, and then yeah. the Supreme Court said, stop the presses. Pride Month is over. Before it was even over, I think. Yeah. It wasn't it on the 30th or something? Yeah. I don't know. They said, we'll fact we're going to rain on your parade. So... Yeah. If you've been living under a rock, we, I mean, because of this podcast and this platform that we're trying to build, I feel like it would be inappropriate to not discuss this because this is a major event. And if you aren't paying attention, you need to be. So the Supreme Court ruled about this case where this web designer, Christian web designer, felt like she did not need to make websites specifically for gay weddings. So I've done some research. I'm pulling out my reporter brain. So Lori Smith, it was decided that she has a First Amendment right to refuse to design wedding websites for same-sex couples, despite the state's law barring discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, among others. Nice. So... 
I mean, if we lived in, it was in Colorado, right? But it went to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. for hearing. Yeah. So, but still, though, like, it's, it's things like this that can have a huge impact, you know, on our lives. And it's definitely a sad day because, yeah, you're you just, know, you're opening the door for more discrimination. I mean, it's discrimination. It is. Like, but, yeah. it, whether your beliefs or not, it's like if you're have a public business and these people aren't doing anything wrong, I mean, like, what's the next thing that if, oh, you don't like the religion that they are, so I'm not going to. It's just, uh, it's such a slippery slope. Yeah. And it, so I will clarify because I did some research and the law, from my understanding, please, I encourage you all to do your own research too, but she cannot. Like, say Graham and I wanted to hire this person to design a website. She cannot refuse the service. She still has to design the website. She just can't, doesn't have to make it a gay website, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know, it's still confusing. Yeah. So she can't refuse service. She has to make us a website, but she doesn't. And so the way that she kind of loopholed this was... That sorry if you're hearing banging or still getting the fireworks, but anyway, um, the Fourth of July is over when we're recording this. Um, so she was more saying it was her based off of her job that it was more of a creative outlet that that is her freedom. So like photography mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like that was kind of the loophole. It's very confusing. Um, the other thing that was confusing is. So this hasn't happened. It wasn't like a gay couple was trying to get a website and then she refused it. And then there's a lawsuit that made it all the way up to the Supreme Court. It's preemptive. Which doesn't happen. The Supreme Court can't make decisions on things that haven't happened. So she had to prove, she had to prove that it affected, there was harm done. Yeah. I don't know how she was able to prove that, but it's crazy. Mm. And it's religious beliefs. I mean... Yeah. yeah, where's the separation of church and state? That's my thing. Yeah, where is the separation? We've always said that, and it never works out that way, does it? <laughs> and the other thing to counteract anyone's argument out there who will say that this was a one-off and oh my gosh, it's just one crazy blah blah blah. The the person who was representing this woman also represented the people that. I don't know if you remember years ago, the person who didn't want to bake a wedding cake for oh, a yeah. gay couple. The same attorney the that lady or yeah, yeah. the same attorney that represented her represented Lori. So she's in a very specific she's part niche of, of law. <laughs> and she's part of a group yeah. that is trying to implement this. So there are people out there who are true in powerful positions, mind you. <laughs> that are obviously, I mean, they've got six mm-hmm. people on the Supreme Court that so I don't know. I mean, this goes back to things we've mentioned in previous episodes that, you know, everyone's like, oh, 2023, you're fine. You're not. I mean, I will say that we are so much better off than we would have been yeah. 10, 20 years ago. But with all the, the drag bans and just, I mean, this is just transgender issues. Like, Oh, yeah, there's been a lot of legislation this year harming our transgender friends and community, too. So it just, it's been a really rough year, and honestly. I, and I saw a TikTok where they were interviewing a, a popular drag queen, and, you know, she was just going off, and she was just like, you know, they, the 
people that are against it, you know, they have this, um, all these commercials and all these legislations written about, you know, oh, drag, don't let drags, where has the crime been committed? Like name one example where a drag queen has done something horrendous at a drag yeah. reading, like, or at a drag show, like they're, you're, they've come up with this platform, but there hasn't been an exact example. It's just that they want to make someone a villain, and mm-hmm. it's easy to pick on people in a minority group. In a minority group, and yeah. it's like a misunderstood group. And I get that, but it's like, how do they get on these news networks and stuff, and have this all the like? This is their platform. They're running off to you know ban drag shows, and blah, blah, blah. but like, where's the the evidence like where's the like okay well the other was that one time you know like yeah it's and inter- even if it was it's one art, time. it's culture entertainment i mean there's no harm being done as you said it's just absolutely bonkers yeah and so let me ask you you know after hearing about this new law or decision like what does how does this make you feel like what are your thoughts on this I think it's a little scary. Like I, I started to mention it. I feel like it's a way to open a door and we're just going back in time. You know, I mean, if the the same group of people had it their way, they would keep putting more and more and more and more laws in place. You know what I mean? To, yeah. You know, marginalize us further. I think it's it's kind of an odd time for sure but yeah it's, what, what about it's, you? it's just sad to see that there are still people with such a grudge that are just like spending the time to come up with these scenarios and it's just i don't know i this is the most out i've ever been this is the most like true to self and before when i would say like gay stuff came up like I was so I tried to remove myself from it Same, but yeah. I have never been so like personally uh, like impacted you know like I feel like it's an attack on us you know like we're just trying to live our lives we're just trying yeah. to have a podcast make people laugh and now I have to worry that like okay if we want to go get an engagement photo shoot that we have to worry that it couldn't happen yeah you know like someone legally could be like "Mm, no yeah it's like what you know it's just crazy land of the free really yeah and i'm not gonna go as far to say like oh i hate america no no we i understand we have it a lot better here than a lot of places but that doesn't mean that we should just be like okay we're good yeah that's it i'm I'm done fighting it's just like anything in life Mm -hmm. you gotta strive to become better. better you gotta figure out where are your problems and how do we remedy those problems you know yeah i i feel like the back and forth attacks on communities are just further dividing people in general which i think is like the worst case scenario you know what i mean because you get people really charged up on both sides Mm -hmm. and people are ready to go at it you know Start throwing fifty cuffs, man! I can't talk tonight. <laughs> you're good. It's yeah. it, it's crazy though that this is all happening in the day and age where information is so easily accessible and people can know anything you want to know. We have a whole episode about that with our AI, mm-hmm. like ChatGPT. Yeah, and we've had Google for decades now too. So and just people 
I don't know, just still choose to like turn a blind eye and I cannot get over the non-separation of church and state. Like I just, it has never been like, it's never been a separation. We say the Pledge of Allegiance, you swear on a Bible in the court. Like I am just so tired of that. Like believe what you want. And I, I would like us to do an episode about religion in the future, but I was going to say, you're talking to a Catholic guy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't care what you believe. Like you believe, you know, there's that rant of that woman on the news that was like, I don't care what you believe. It doesn't, it shouldn't affect our laws and how our government operates. Like, yeah. And I know it's never been a separation. So I guess that's where my frustration. You can have your belief. And if it's a bigoted, crappy belief, Go home and hide. You know what I mean? Go take those thoughts with you. You don't need to bring it out. It's the government. To the government. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Sorry, guys. I was getting a little amped up, you know. But, um, yeah, that was just my thoughts. So, I guess, um, like always, you know, stay informed. Go out and vote. Spread awareness. Make sure you're registered. Yeah. I mean... This whole crap shows about to start up with next year's election again soon, too. Yeah. So. And so I will link in the bio any um, articles or any petitions or anything that I think would benefit anyone's knowledge. But just do your own research and then just, you know, advocate, you know, if you believe. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. that was it. Yeah. I was just going to say, too, on the whole topic of religion and everything, I think it would be really interesting over the next 15 to 20 years to just see, like, because there's already been a decline in, you know, like church attendance and people that, you know, have faith from what I've read. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the younger generations are really pushing for equality. Yeah. So it, Maybe it's just all in due oh, time. Gen Z. I and, love Gen yeah. Z. Everyone, the younger generation, they're so cool. They're so chill. They don't care. And that's speaking in broad terms. But right, yeah. there is it's a so point, too, that you have to care enough to vote and be politically involved. If you care too little, then it... But I also think they're more char- politically charged than millennials. Oh, Millennials sure. really drop the boat. Or drop I feel the like ball. we just kind of copied our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever our parents said to do, that was kind of what... We were kind of on the cusp, you know, our generation of, you know, obviously, again, this is a blanket yeah. statement. You're always going to have people that go against the grain. Yeah. But I felt like in general, most people I knew growing up in the Midwest, you know, Just, had very similar beliefs. Yeah. You know? And it's interesting seeing that change over time, too, because I have a lot of people I knew how they thought, you know, 15 years ago. And it's completely different now, myself included. Yeah. Um, and I will, yeah, I will say that goes, that goes but. back into the Gen Z having information at their fingertips. They are able to form their own opinions than their parents because when we were kids, we didn't have computer access. That I did. Oh, well, I <laughs> but, didn't. We had but, one computer um, and I had to wait my turn. But you know, even yeah, that. Yeah, Windows 95, 98, any of that. <laughs> We did, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, well. <laughs> my parents hated when I was on the computer. They're always like, you're going to download a virus. Yeah. So, oh, man. <clears throat> Mom, if you're listening, I'm really sorry about that family PC. I know you cleaned yeah. it up a trillion times for me and my brother. <laughs> so, and thank you. <laughs> also, I'm the youngest of three. So, by the oh, time, yeah. I don't know. I never got computer time. 
But kids have it on their phone. They don't have to get on the True. company or the family yeah. computer. So we had cha-cha. I don't know if you remember cha-cha. I've there. heard of that. Isn't that a Google search thing? No, it was a phone number. Oh, you could text. text. Well, you could have a question. Oh, you know. I didn't have a phone. I was uh, trying to struggle last. Yeah. I had an iPod Touch. Let me pour one out. I know. I had an iPod Touch and I thought it was oh, so yeah. cool because I would yeah. always learn the school Wi-Fi password oh, and they would yeah. change it every month and I would like search. Every month? Yeah, because everyone would find it oh, and yeah. then they'd have to Bogging change it. down. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. So changing it, shifting a little bit, a little more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, Probably for the best. <laughs> Meta, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg himself announced that they are having a new social media platform. Dun, dun, dun. It's to compete with Twitter. Twitter. It's called Thread. Thread. And I was just getting on Twitter or on Instagram before we started. And everyone's already made accounts on Thread because really? it's all commingled now. Yeah, with Meta. So what are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I got on Twitter, you know, probably like two thousand nine or twenty ten or something around there, and I don't really use it anymore. I used it for a long time, probably up until about the time we met. Yeah, honestly, but I don't know. It's kind of like a. It gives off like. I don't know if you've heard of the Zenga or any of, you know, like blog websites. Mm. We used to blog, you know, my generation when we were like, you know, in our tweens and teens, we would go write like a whole, you know, story about what we did or whatever, you know, and our friends yeah. could like like and comment on it. I get like that kind of vibe, but in like, what is it, 40 characters or less or 50? 250. Or, oh, 250. Oh, yeah. yeah and 500 if you pay. Oh. Give me a... Whoa. I want to just make sure we're still recording. Okay, sorry. sorry. We were bringing the energy and I was just hate if it wasn't recorded. But yeah, if you pay, you can get more and you can edit tweets. So if you don't pay, can you read a 500 character mm -hmm. thread? What, what are they going to call it? So Twitter or tweets, what are they going to call? Threads. 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 Okay. I will say, and I'm getting a little, I'm going to get in my nerd cave because I do this for a living. I hate Twitter. Awful. You get zero interaction and or, um, Musk, Elon Musk said recently that unless you're paying, they're going to like limit the amount of people that it'll send your tweet to. Really? And I'm like, this is just, I'm over this. I've read so much about that man and he works his staff like you know yeah awful off you know oof. and so i that's probably part of the reason maybe i just stopped using it well too. it's not just like i never get any engagement like what's the point i get like one friend that will like my tweet about jennifer Connolly and her you know and i just don't understand the use of it like why would you use that platform over others like as someone who has to like funny. i make content for all the platforms and it takes me a good 30 minutes to convert what I just posted on Facebook to Twitter because I have to strip it down and it can only add four photos and yikes. I recently looked into getting verified on Twitter for a company and I don't know how they got it. Like this went under the radar. Like I remember when it was announced that you were going to have to pay, it was going to be eight bucks a month. It's now a thousand a month if you're a business entity. Wow. Who can do that? And think about like public entities and stuff too. You know what I mean? Like the government. 
probably wants an account, you know, to get There's a different category for government. Oh, Ugh, okay. I know. Well, but what about public? Is it just private? Nonprofits are $1,000. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. That is trash. I know. That's why I've been like, I've been <laughs> ready to drop Twitter. So I'm excited for threads. If anyone out there wants to listen to my words, jump on it now. I regret not jumping on TikTok. I regret not jumping on everything. I went to a lot of like um, creative workshops and everyone's advice was to embrace the new. Everyone's like, oh, TikTok, that's just for kids dancing. That's not going to happen. Yep. And especially right. if it's already meta, they've got the foundation. It's going to be a thing. So follow yeah, us. They're intertwined. Yeah. Thread us at More Than Roommates. By the time this is out, I will have already <laughs> made us an account. It'll be linked. Go to More Than Roommates threads. I haven't done yeah. it yet, so I don't know what it's like, <laughs> but find us there. We'll be the first to hit a million threads. Yeah. So, Dan, tell mm-hmm. me, how do we think we want to use it? I don't... Do we want to, like... I don't know if they're just. I'm like definitely going to repost all my content that we post here on there and see how it. I don't know. It's uncharted territory. So I think this is the mad dash to see what state, what sticks. Yeah. Is it going to be videos? Is it going to be just funny meme posts? Or... Because, yeah, they're honestly, I'm sorry, I'm going back to like just meta in general. They're really like putting out products to compete with every you know other platform at this point too like instagram reels you know what i mean when you say that's like a very close competitor to tiktok or no? correct yeah. instagram reels and, and youtube shorts are but meta is instagram reels right, they have that that's market. what i'm saying they're, they're competing with tiktok and now they're going to compete with twitter and Right. There is Zuckerberg's yeah. plan is to take down Twitter. So I'm wow. for it. I don't necessarily like the Zuckerberg, but I'm down to take it down Twitter because it's an awful platform. I know. But I also don't know how many characters you can put in a thread or how it works. So yeah. give me some time. I'll give you guys an update. But in the meantime, make an account, follow us. We better go make that tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll Before someone takes it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm watching you guys. Someone already took yeah. us on Instagram. More than roommates pod on Instagram. Find us there. Yeah. We're, we're getting that, excuse me, we're getting that up and going, but I'm excited. I love new stuff. I love trying new things. I, we just had a TikTok go semi-viral guys. If you're not <laughs> following us there, we did the uh, couple, right? we did the grimace shake. Yeah. I that was like the most I've committed to a bit in a long time. Like I've done, I made a fool of myself in many ways, but it was up, fun to film. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I the did that stuff. Scenes are awesome. I was in video production in high school. I used to always do that, but it's up to fifteen thousand views on TikTok. So yeah. go check us out there. But fifteen um, k, yeah, congratulations! And the grimace shake is having a resurgence on YouTube. It's crazy. Oh, yeah! Look, we just went up. Yeah. So, um, I just while we're on this note, I do want to thank you guys. This has been an amazing past six months. Amazing past month. It's just yeah. been. It's been. We're fun trying to find our groove. You know, I feel like we're starting to get there. You know. Yeah. So I just appreciate maybe. <laughs> yeah, appreciate all the support and keep the kind words coming. Um, haters are gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Haters back off. Haters back on. I'm we sorry. Can't, we can't. <laughs> no. Um, but I did see a post that I've been like 
you know, those like inspirational things, but it's like, you have to climb cringe mountain to get on top. And, you know, it's like when you're posting stuff and it's not doing well, that's you're, we're in cringe mountain, but once we get up there and then I wouldn't even say this is cringe mountain, I'm having a blast reporting yeah, with you, right. but it's just like, you know, sometimes I get in my head and I'm like, why are we doing this? We're putting ourselves out there. It's scary, but, um, you know, I just keep, it's, it's been fun. So I wanted to end with a fun, lighthearted story. Um, I used to work in news and the number one thing people always ask when they find out that I was a news reporter, I was on TV. They always ask if I had any epic news bloopers or like I messed up on air. And I can think of a, like, not a, not a mess up, but I can think of a couple right off the top. Of okay. My what head. are you thinking of? The, you were getting so frustrated trying to film in front of the post office, I think. Oh, yeah. And the, you had had it and you started recording again and then like this crummy old truck like the power oh steering gosh. was like whirring really loud and they like turned cranked it in the parking lot and they just like i'll put th- <laughs> i had that video that's how that i remember head. that's how i think of it in my head i don't know if you actually like i thought someone because when i was getting ready for live shots of course there'd be some kids in the background that would be like you know i thought someone was messing with me the way the tire was screeching i thought someone was purposely going yeah and so i whip around and i'm like am i being punked yeah so that one was a good one Travoika says the important takeaways from three two three two i would definitely say my funnier on air blunders is so you know like on the news there are words that appear sorry pepper is having a moment so you know there are words that appear at the bottom of the screen you know like man stabbed blah 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 and i as the reporter would type what appears there and you're in a program that doesn't have spell check i am a horrible speller (laughs) combination not good and I was can confirm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I picked the wrong line of work. Um, I was on the morning shift, so I got in at two in the morning. Ooh. Not a good time to be typing words that'll be on TV. My brain would not function at that time. Although I worked that late before, yeah, that was consecutive. <laughs> yeah. So I yes. am doing a lighthearted story about a food pantry. That's so nice. Send us your donations. So I type on the screen to fill the pantry, you know? You thought you did. (laughs) I thought I did. I do a live hit. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go sit in my car for the next live hit. I get a frantic call from one of my coworkers and he's like, you just said fill, or I didn't say I wrote, it said fill the panty on TV. I wish I would have saved it, but back when I was a young reporter and I thought I was gonna make something of myself, if there was ever a blunder, I was too afraid to save it because I was worried it would like get out there. So I didn't save it, but it definitely said fill the panty. So I quickly get on that laptop (laughs) and I'm like, delete it and then rewrite it. How many people saw it? I mean, it was five in the morning, so like two. You'd be surprised. I know, I know. People like my dad. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. The other one, I just remembered this one. Uh, I was at a lake. Have you told me this one? I probably have. Okay. Um, I was at um, a restaurant on a lake and I was interviewing someone, the manager of the, the restaurant, and 
in the background, I didn't catch this, it went on air. Someone was wearing a neon green hunting shirt and it was a shirt to like, it's so bright and luminescent that you don't get shot while you're hunting. And on the shirt, it said, can you effing see me now? And I didn't catch that. And it went on there. So everyone in town screenshotted (laughs) it. And they're like, yeah, we can see you now on TV. I'm like, no. I was freaking out. We all went out to get drinks afterwards. And I was just like, you know, had the the drink. And I'm just like, oh, no, this is it for me. Can you believe how much stress you had for, like, barely any money? Right. That is a lot of stress. That's insane. I know. I was, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders for 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. That's must say. Insane. But this is probably about all you're going to get for my on-air blunder. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the background of a lot. Oh, true. Yeah. I did. That was fun. Yeah. Those are really fun times. It was. Actually riding around with you, like being your cameraman, sort of. Not yeah. really just kind of being your muscle. Yeah. Was, yeah. I was really It out. was definitely fun and exhilarating for the live show. Maybe we'll do a live podcast once we have people that will tune in. But yeah. Um, I think that'll do it. We talked about a lot. Um, stay informed. Stay in boat. Stay registered. Subscribe to this channel. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> like. see you next week. All right.